When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we are at the Minnesota State Fair. It is a beautiful Labor Day afternoon. And uh, Lori, this is it. Last hour. Daddy. And we're done for 2019. That's oh, all she wrote. so bittersweet, yeah. you guys. I kind of... I kind of hate it when the fair comes to an end. Well, all good things come to an end. I know, Donnie, but I, this one has really been a fun fair. I think it's been fun for people. It's been fun for vendors. We've had five record-setting days, six grandstand concerts sold out, food vendors and beer vendors and wine. They're, the weather's been perfect. It's been perfect. It's so One rough day, that Monday when Monday. it rained. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. That was rough, yeah. Okay, so I finally saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino film. Mm-hmm. A month later, yeah. it was raining yesterday afternoon. I said, Casey, I, he's like, you want to go on a bike ride? And I'm like, not really. I, <laughs> I want to keep sitting. <laughs> and so we went to uh, uh, the noon showing of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have you seen it yet? No. No. no I, it was. Because I have to go by myself. Okay, I give it a I give it a B. Okay. Um and I liked the shirtless Brad Pitt very much, but I told my mom, I can't believe you saw that movie two days in a row because it's two hours and forty five minutes long. And it it's a story about nothing. Mm. It just kind of about this Rick Dalton, Leonardo DiCaprio is really good playing this insecure TV actor from the 50s and the roles are kind of drying up for him and he's super insecure and he kind of cries and it's like a really he's playing he looks like this tough guy but in real life he is always it's kind of a baby man yeah and Brad Pitt is a stunt double because I guess back in the 40s 50s 60s people would have a stunt stunt double and it would be their stunt double their whole career oh yeah and um, so you get cameos like Steve McQueen is played by Damian Lewis, who's in who's in Homeland and yeah. plays in Billions. And, you know, there were other like people. I, I can see why Jackie Chan's daughter was upset about how her dad was portrayed. He came across as an egotistical. Well, or that he said that? that he bragged that he could uh, knock out Cassius Clay, that he could. Uh, take him out and of course the movie is set in 1969 and that isn't a true he never said that he never said that okay. and the, it kind of that you he's kind of a joke 
And her, the daughter was just like, this is the kind of crap my dad faced in Hollywood. Right, being Asian. And being the, Asian yeah, and, you know, the chop-chop guy. And So yeah. anyway, it just I just give it a B. I mean, I thought the ending... Um, Did it really have an ending? Oh, yeah, it, it had does? an ending. Yeah, it has, okay. it has an ending. And Sharon Tate, played by Margot Robbie, is... She's like, you kind of can't take your eyes off of her. Mm-hmm. And it's cool how in the movie... When she goes into a movie theater to watch herself in The Wrecking Crew, it's the real movie, and it's the real Sharon Stone then in the movie. And Take. the music was great. Yeah. And um, All music from that era. But I don't know. I just, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to give it an A, Donnie. Were you expecting more? N- no, I think Casey liked it a little bit more. Some of the guy humor that was in it, mm-hmm. you know, very Quentin Tarantino-esque. And there's uh, homages to feet bare feet are we see margot robbie's bare feet we see margot um margaret qualley qualley's bare feet quentin yeah. tarantino has a foot fetish if you yeah. didn't know every movie there's women's <laughs> bare feet lovingly captured in a way that like in uma thurman in pulp fiction remember she's dancing and the camera goes down to mm-hmm. her feet and there's always someone, you know, painting their nose or nails or putting their feet up. I mean, it's really kind of funny well, how they do yeah. that. But He gets to do it. And then uh, uh, my brother saw this movie called Good Boys, which is this R-rated movie that came out last weekend. It's being described as Stand By Me Meets Superbad, which just right there, I'm in. I love a coming-of-age movie. And I think a movie, I think a lot of people do, but my brother sent me a review. He said... The funniest damn movie I've seen in ages. I laughed so many times. I snorted and hooted, and I was as noisy as your husband. That's pretty noisy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, when he's up at that level. He just said it is, it's about these sixth-grade boys who want to discover things about girls. Well, they want to go to a kissing party. And, yeah, right? and, and yes, all this stuff. Yeah. And he just said it. He said, I'm going to have to go again because I, you laugh so much you miss some of it the kids my mom saw it and she just said it was hysterical so if you need to laugh maybe that's your There's movie one for you okay because, yeah. did, you, did you see any movies this weekend i only I, I did watch something that i didn't get to catch it in the theaters because you know i love musical documentaries and it's called echo in the canyon Are you have you heard of this no you know laurel canyon this is yes. about laurel canyon and all the amazing music that came out of laurel canyon especially in the in the 60s cousin michael lives on um lookout mountainside road where Joni mitchell lived on that she curvy was road. she was one so yeah. many uh, so many lived people there. lived there and they all would go over each other's houses and yeah. this amazing music and they weaved it together the it was hosted by jacob dylan and he would be talking to these people as they are now. He talked to Michelle yeah. Phillips. He talked to Roger McGuinn from the Birds. Michelle Phillips and Mama Cass make an appearance in Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, so Because it was that same time period, same 1969, time period. Same time period. So you got Jacob interviewing the people as they are now, and then you saw footage of the people that were making music back then and how it all, it was just that magical time. Yeah, until the Manson people, murders happened. Yeah, that doesn't come up in the documentary. Yeah. But and that's when they, everyone started locking their yeah. doors and doing... And then they did a concert. Jacob Dylan did a concert with several other people, and they performed all of these songs oh, that were written in Laurel Canyon. It's really good. called Echo in the Canyon. I think you'd, you'd like it, probably. Brandy Carlisle yeah. did uh, Case of You as a cover on Saturday night. The Joni Mitchell. Oh, it was so good, you yeah, guys. I love Joni Mitchell. It was really good. And Lionel Richie talked about going to Paisley Park and Prince... 
like did a bunch of Lionel Richie song, and then Lionel's like, "Can I have that the audio of this tonight?" And he's like, "No, man." I know. I read that. <laughs> Going in the vault. Yeah. So be fun to hear those. Yeah. You know, he didn't really hear Prince covering other people's stuff. No. He didn't really do that. No, but I. I yeah. I I hope there's some of that in the in the vault. At Paisley Park. Let's hope so. Yeah. yeah. Now, you watched The Spanish Princess, didn't you? I love The Spanish oh, Princess. I love anything my, historical uh, fiction. Yeah, we got a hold of that. And uh, my, uh, my my partner. Yeah. Oh, Quinn my gosh. Watching. She is just says, I got to watch another one. I got to watch another one. Yeah. I got to watch. I think yeah. she watched six of them already. And I said, I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> I can't no, take it anymore. It's based on the <laughs> Anne Boleyn novels. So she writes historical fiction always about like the Tudors or the Plaginets. Yeah. This and is about Catherine of Aragon. Catherine of Aragon, when she first comes to yeah. be betrothed, actually, to Henry's brother, Arthur. Nice hair. Who's by the way. sickly. Yes. He yeah, he's got that silly Prince Valiant haircut. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the style <laughs> in the 1600s. But I loved that uh, show. And if like you like Outlander or yeah. The White Queen, that oh. was on Stars. Yeah, Isn't this on Stars? It is. On, it was on Stars, yeah. yeah. They do a good job with yeah. their historical fiction, I'm telling so, you. Uh, by the way, is Kevin Hart going to be okay? I don't My know. Got the, we got a story that he was. I saw some, his car this morning injury. on Good Morning America, his little Mustang. Now, I don't know. I mean, he was with his friend. And his friend's girlfriend, and they were all in this Mustang, one in the morning, not Mulholland Drive, but one of the other canyons, you know, in in L.A. His friend was driving 1 a.m., took a corner too fast. The car tumbled down an embankment, and they had to cut the top of the car off to get them all out. Apparently, he's going to be able to walk again. But it's just lucky, and they're saying no alcohol mm-hmm. was involved because that was the first thing I thought of. I thought, oh crap, one in the morning, the friends driving the car, the girlfriends in the car, they're coming home from some party. Where's Mrs. Kevin Hart? You know, mm-hmm. home with the kids. Kevin's out. He's very lucky. Oh my gosh, that he didn't get injured more seriously. I, I, I yeah. couldn't believe it. And he had earlier, like, inst- he got this muscle car for as a birthday present. Yeah. yeah. You know what movie I saw a trailer for at Once Upon a Time? Ford versus Ferrari? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With Matt yes. Damon and Christian Bale. Yeah. This is going to be the guy movie oh, that yeah. gals are also going to like. Yeah, it's I definitely tr- want to go see that. True story. It is. About well, it's about the 24 hours of Le Mans, the yeah. race, and Ferrari, and Ford having the audacity to take on Ferrari, and Ferrari's attitude was, Ford is not going to win the And that's when hours. they came up with that car, the Shelby, remember the muscle? Shelby, yeah. The muscle car that Ford had? Because, so, uh, uh, what's his name, plays Carroll Shelby. Um, Christian Bale, or Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon yeah. plays Carroll Shelby. Oh, it, yeah. looks, it looked really good. It does It look was good. the only movie yeah. out of five trailer when my husband and I go to movies, we always go thumbs up, thumbs down, or sideways means review. So after a trailer, we just give the... Yeah. That was the only one that got double thumbs up for both of mm-hmm. us. Ad Astra, we both gave it a sideways. That movie with Brad Pitt, The Astronaut. Yeah, Liv Tyler, Shades of Armageddon. She must get every astronaut movie. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the hell it was about. There's a threat. Yeah. They're going They're to space. Much away At one trailer. point, he falls off of the big thing in outer space and he's just free floating and then they, then he wakes up in a hospital I'm like well how does that happen <laughs> so you gotta go questions. see the movie no but I mean mm-hmm. if you get untethered from the station in space 
Aren't you screwed? You, well, I would think you just would float away. Yeah. Somebody came out and I got mean, you. it's I not like know. you fall to earth and end uh, up no, in a hospital. No I, I just had questions just after watching that in and of itself. Yeah, you know? What other trailers did you do? You remember any others? Those, uh, those ones that stood out? Yeah, those were the yeah. two that kind of stood out. One for not knowing what it was about, and the other one for. Um, okay. Oh, and then it. I'm so going to see it. That yes, really I'm going good. on Wednesday to, to the screening. Oh, you are? But you, you, you're out of town. You can't That's go. That's right. I'm going to Beverly Hills. She, 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 darling. Yeah. I know. Casey's like, do you want to go on a hike? And I'm like, I doubt it. <laughs> While you're in Beverly Hills? No, well, like to hike up to Griffith Park or oh, something. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe I will by Saturday. Maybe I won't be, you know, so tired. Yeah. My All body. Right. Okay. For, from staying out here so late. All right, listen, we are live at the fair. We're here till. Two o'clock, we want to thank everyone who's uh, stopped out to see us at the fair. We love this gig more than anything. So we'll be back in the studio tomorrow. And then I guess our next chance to see will be Project Down and Dirty, whenever they tell us what that is. Yeah, we don't know. We know the dates, but they, we don't know what they're going to make oh, us do I'm this year. I'm so nervous yeah. about it. They're evil people. Though. Oh, don't make us act or do comedy. That's all they ask. <laughs> all right, listen, we'll be right back. We're back. We're at the Minnesota State Fair. This is our uh, last day here at the fair because it's the last day of the fair. That's called a blonde comment right there. <laughs> Johnny, that, that, was, that is... That was brilliant, wasn't it? That is like that we got fuzzy stuff. fair head yeah, going on. I guess on. so, but uh, another beautiful day. There's a big crowd out here today, too. Yeah, it might a be a record people. today Yeah, uh, for a, a Labor Day attendance because it's perfect weather. Yep. People that canceled last Monday or Tuesday or even yesterday that mm-hmm. the rain scared away. Yeah, in the morning it was coming down pretty good. I keep thinking I'm going to hear Cheap Trick and ZZ Tops uh, doing their sound check because this is about the time they do it. Oh, man. That's be, who's playing tonight. Yeah, it'll be a good show. I wanted to go. I, I begged Casey. I'm like, let's go. He's like, I'm not coming out here one more day with you. Well, he's got a point. He was, we was out here a lot. Tony. Four times. That's a lot. Not a lot. For him, it is. Oh, jeez. <sighs> anyway, I okay. thought it would have been kind of fun, and they start earlier tonight. You know, oh, it's a 7 well, it's, o'clock yeah. show. Well, it's a little bit. school tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's that's probably why they start earlier. I don't think so. Dess is no? playing at the Liney Lodge tonight. If any mm. hip-hop fans are out, she's at the Liney. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, the Venice Film Festival is going on, and... I think you posted this trailer last week for us about uh, Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Yes. It's the backstory of the Joker. It got an eight-minute standing ovation in Venice. He did a red carpet with Rooney Mara, his fiancée. They Mm -hmm. walked the red carpet. He did the unthinkable and had sunglasses on. Notice they never really wear uh, sunglasses. Not on the red carpet, no. But maybe Joaquin has what I have, sensitive eyes, but he looks so handsome in a tux. But yeah, I got an eight-minute standing ovation. Meryl Streep was twirling around. She's in some movie called The Laundromat. Laundromat. Looks good and depressing. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, it's directed by Todd Phillips and people... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. When his name came across, people were standing up, of course, they're like, bravo, bravo, bravo. I mean, yeah, yeah. people were thrilled. And he, uh, it's kind of, I think it's just going to be the story of really how the the Joker is mentally ill. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's going to be the story. Yeah, so. how, how he came to be. Yeah. Because he wanted to be, uh, a com- uh, the story is he wanted to be a comedian, and he sort of idolized this guy in some talk show or something. So Some, something like that. Shades of the, the King of Comedy. Kim, King of Comedy. Yeah, that yeah, movie. That, there you go. Yep. All right, so that's what I know about that. Now, Kate Spade, you wonder about Kate Spade? Remember, she passed away. She took her own life. I think it was about a little over a year ago in June. And um, I don't know, too many people who, like, one of their first designer handbags might have been a Kate Spade yeah. bag. So the fashion critic for the New York Times, Vanessa Friedman, is writing a biography of Kate Spade for Random House. And uh, her family is not too happy about it. Her husband, Andy, has would like to influence the book because he has a daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's none of her business, some of the stuff maybe that was going on with Kate Spade mm-hmm. health-wise. And... Um, and also, you know, to make tragic things even worse, he and Kate had separated 10 months before she took her life. So they were, you know, living in the two separate apartments. And um, he did, Andy Spade gave his first interview to this Vanessa Friedman. Okay. Um, and so they're just, like two days later, he said something like, you know, she suffered from depression and anxiety for many years. She was actively seeking help. And um, anyway, it had a lot of, you know, it was very forthcoming. But now they're like, oh, this is Vanessa's first solo book. And they're worried about who, who, uh, you know, she's talking to. And if anything... I guess they're worried. It seems like it's always, if you can work with the family on a biography, it's always better. better. Yeah. Yeah. Than doing the, uh, you know, unauthorized, quote, unquote, yeah, bi- well, biographies. So Vanessa Friedman, yeah. she's, you know, she's participating in other books about fashion things, but this is going to be her first solo book. Hmm. So anyway, okay. that all right that is happening donnie i'm gonna make you play another quiz with me really Let's see if donnie... i did so well the first time i know i yeah. want to i'm not gonna boy this card these chardonnay go, go cards are very dirty people i'm having to well since the name of the game has chardonnay in it you could have probably predicted that yeah. all right donald <laughs> three places you should never bring your kids Three places you should never bring yeah, what your would it kids. Be? Uh, wow. Uh, the opera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. An R rated movie. Okay. And uh, uh, a wedding. Oh, all right. Pretty good, Donnie. Unless. You know, unless kids are welcome. Unless kids are welcome. Yeah, that's what I, I got for you. I did the uh, kids aren't welcome at my wedding. Yeah. A couple times. Well, you didn't say it that way, though. 
I believe I did. Did you really? Yeah, I believe I did. I think that's how it was worded, something like that. No. It's all I know you uh, do the uh, invitation. I will not ask you the sex question. Okay, thank You're you. You're like my brother. I can't handle the answer. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a good one to stump you. Name three books that were made into movies. Three books that were made into movies. Oh, yeah. Well, you got Gone with the Wind. Yeah. You've got uh, Jaws. That is okay. true. That was yeah. a tiny little book that yep. came out in like 1975. And thin, thin, thin. Peter Benchley. You've got uh, so many. There are there are a lot of them. You got uh, Steel Magnolias. Was that a book? What didn't Fanny Flagg write a, write the book? Maybe. Oh Danny? no, 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 no! That's I was thinking of the other one. Fried green fried tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. Donald. There you go. The that's, Exorcist. That's what I was of. Uh, Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, yes. Charlotte's yeah, Web. Yeah, there's, there's so many of them. I don't know if I'm going to have you on my team with your slow response time. Well, I didn't know that I was being timed. Oh yeah, Donnie, you oh, are being timed. I didn't know that. Nobody you, told me I was being yeah. timed. Just look at the crowd. They're timing you and going, "When <laughs> yeah. is this segment going to end? <laughs> when will they go to break?" Uh, let me give you one. Name three things you eat at the fair that cause you shame. I don't think anything at the fair should cause you shame, but I'll tell I, you I one. I can't. Uh, the deep fried deep cherry fried nibs. The deep fried. I thought they were licorice. Nibs, Donnie. Oh. Nibs is another word for licorice. It's oh, a specific okay. kind of licorice. Specific kind. The cherry okay. nibs in a ball of stuff, deep fried, sprinkled with powdered sugar and a toothpick in it. And they charge $5 for a little. Little pile of them. When you and Julia tried those last week, when Steph Hansen brought those by, and you both put them into your mouth at the same time, yeah, I have never seen such a visceral reaction. Yeah, they were not good. <laughs> you, that place you also both sells spit them out. Deep fried veggies on a stick, which are good. The batter is nice and light, and I feel like, oh, you're like, oh, I'm having a green pepper. Oh, you two are turning. I'm eating healthy. Oh, it was really terrible radio, people. We were making bad faces. We're apologizing to the ladies who run that stand. All right, listen, we're live at the fair. We're here till 2 o'clock. Thanks for stopping out and seeing us. We'll be right back. Back here at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Donnie Love here with Lori. Julia is off today as we're uh, wrapping up our 2019 Minnesota State Fair. And we have another guest. Laura, I'll let you do the introduction. All right. Nick Podhoff is joining us, and he is with the Minnesota FFA Association. And I think we reached out to you guys today, so thank you for making your way up to Machinery Hill. Well, you're very welcome. I'm glad to be here. Okay. What is What does the Minnesota FFA Association, what do you guys do? So the Minnesota FFA Association is part of the National FFA Organization. There's almost 700,000 members nationwide and 11,000 right here in Minnesota. Is it farmers? We're not all farmers. Okay. We encompass all of agriculture. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did it used to be called Future Farmers of America, and now you guys want to get away from that name? Yes. So in Got 1928, it. when FFA was formed, it was the Future Farmers of America. But in the late 1980s, it was the name was changed to the National Organization to encompass more than just farming. It's all of agriculture. I see. Okay. So you uh, know a lot of stuff about agriculture in the state of Minnesota. What's happening down? I tried to see if anywhere in the birthing center, like how many animals are born have been born at the fair. This of year. course. So I haven't been in the Miracle of Birth Center for very long this weekend, but I stopped by our sign that counts how many births we have daily. Yeah. And I believe as of yesterday, we've had around 145 births. So that's calves and um, goat kids, sheep, goat kids. chickens, kids. 
Pigs. All sorts of animals. Yep. Pigs. Yep. Pigs. Pigs. Okay. That building is busy. I don't care if you get here first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. Last thing at night. That is a very popular. Well, all the barns and stuff. People, mm-hmm. the city people, we love to see, get in touch and feel. Everybody loves animal babies. Yeah. Yep. So I usually yeah. get here before the barn opens. And so at around. What time is that? Well, the barn opens at 9 a.m. and closes at 9 p.m., except for on Labor Day when it closes at 3 p.m. So if you're out there in the audience, the Miracle of Birth Center closes in an hour and a half, so you should run down there. Is that because they want to get, they have to start getting the animals out? Yes. So when the fair is over, we do a deep clean of the building and try to transport the animals out of there, just making sure we're ready for next year already so we don't have to show up early. Yeah. But, no, so I got here at 8.30 this morning, and there was already a line forming outside the door. So it's great to see that people love agriculture. Yeah, I saw a couple of baby llamas the other day. Oh, my gosh, those things were cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that they were born here, but it was llama day uh-huh. on Thursday and Friday, I think. Anyway, so, okay, tell me, do we, are we worried about our farms? Um. So I live on a corn and soybean farm, Mm -hmm. and especially with the weather we've had this spring, it was very difficult to get our crop into the ground. We have a little over a thousand acres down in Martin County, Mm -hmm. and uh, we had inches and inches upon inches of rain, and I would say a good quarter of that wasn't planted on time, and so we planted a couple of our crops late, and we had to put some oats on, which are a cover crop, Mm -hmm. and... It, it was a tough season. I, I, I speak for myself, but I know a lot of other farmers are feeling the hurt as well. Because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been drying out lately, so yeah. hopefully we'll have a good harvest season. Yeah. And we're always looking forward to next year. Yeah, you know? I know. You do have to be relentlessly positive to farm. That's true. We do. I mean, because there's so many things that are out of your control, right? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, the weather being number one. Yeah. Weather is number one. What you can do about that? Well, I love sweet corn, so I've been eating that two or three ears of sweet corn every week since it's come out. Oh, I tell you. Stuff. I have. (laughs) Did you get sick of it? Come on, tell us. No, I have spent so much money at the corn roast this fair. That is one of my favorite booths. It is. It's so good. It's so perfect. Why don't we grill at home? Why don't I do this with the corn at my house? Why do I I've not? never tried grilling Oh, it's corn. so easy. It? You, you have to soak them in water, I think. Uh-huh. And then you just barbecue them in the husks or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can cook corn. I know we grill it sometimes. We put it in the microwave. Yep, microwave works Whatever great. works best for you. Yeah. yeah. What, what else do you want people to know about FFA? Well, what do you think we should know? So I think I can t- talk a little bit about my FFA story. Yeah. So I started FFA in seventh grade. It was a very big family thing for us. My dad was an FFA. My grandpa was an FFA member. So I was the next one in line to put on the blue jacket. Um, I didn't really get involved my first couple years in FFA because I didn't see all the opportunities that were, were, there were in FFA. Um, FFA isn't exactly for all the agriculture kids. There's opportunities if you're not in agriculture. But I think FFA is so good at opening your eyes to the opportunities there are in the field. So when I started in FFA, um, you have to be in an ag class to be an FFA member. So my first ag class was Intro to Agriculture with my ag teacher, Jeremy Dabrico. Was this in high school? This was in high school, yeah. Well, it was junior high. Junior high. Junior high school. And 
I'll be honest with you, I was not excited to go into that ag class because it was fourth hour right before lunch and <laughs> all I wanted to do was eat. <laughs> right. And I came yeah. after math, so I was already burnt out from the class before. But Mr. Dabrico, he really opened my eyes to what agriculture meant because even though I grew up on a farm, mm -hmm. I wasn't one of those classic farm kids. Yeah. I didn't wear cowboy boots. I didn't wear... Uh, uh, what do you call them? Like a like one a, of those hats? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah like, mm -hmm. hats. I don't know if they're a baseball cap. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was thinking cap of. Or a baseball yeah, cap. something like okay. that. No, I was not one of those kids. But even though I wasn't a very traditional person, I still realized that agriculture had opportunities for me. And that's why I kept going back to ag classes, because mm -hmm. I learned more and more about what agriculture really offered. And so through those ag classes, I got more involved with FFA, and then I applied for a chapter office, and then a region office later, and here I am as a state officer. Look at that. Oh. I yeah, love impressive. it. impressive. And are you yeah. going to go, do you go to the U? Will you go to school at the ag program here? Because University of Minnesota has quite a program. That's true. So class starts tomorrow for me. For you. Oh, oh yeah, right? Oh, boy. Yeah, so I'll be majoring in agricultural communications and marketing, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Because. Is this your first year? This will be my first year. Oh, my He's gosh. a freshman. Freshman yeah. year. <laughs> That's great. No, I'm, I'm really excited for the University of Minnesota because it gives me a different experience than I've had my whole life because my hometown, How big? if anybody knows where Donnell is, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> no. The population is 167 oh people. My so How many kids were in your high school graduating class? 52. 52. That's pretty good. <laughs> and I can't say that's the smallest because the school near us has 12 people in it. Oh, my so, gosh. If anyone from Donnell is listening, gosh, call me up. <laughs> um, no, but Donnell is in between Fairmont and Worthington. So if you ever find yourself down there, it's corn and soybean country, and we also have a lot of hogs. But around my area, it, there's not a whole lot of people, and so I wanted a different experience to see a whole different crowd of people. Sure, yeah. yeah, you're going to be in city like city. Now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Most people in my area know about agriculture and they're directly involved with it. And so to see people at the fair that don't know a whole lot about agriculture, I'm, I'm so happy to get to have a conversation and tell people that, hey, I am a producer of your food. Like, it's mm -hmm. good to make that connection because not everybody gets that opportunity. Yeah, I remember last year we had a lady on uh, from the Miracle Birthing Center, and she said, for many people, this is the, f the closest they ever come to land and kind of understanding where food comes from yeah. and how it's done and the people that work it. And she said, and they love meeting people that have that farm experience or animal experience. She said a million questions. Do you find that? Do people have a lot of questions for you? Um, I know last year I worked with rabbits and poultry in the Miracle of Birth Center. So, and they were right at the front of the door. So when yeah. people came in, they were just excited. And they had all the questions they had at the front of their mind. So I might have had the most of the questions. Yeah. But it's really enlightening, it I is. would say. Yeah. What do we know about rabbits? I love those damn rabbits. They're so cute. <laughs> I don't know if they're there every day. Or if they move them out and something else comes in, but they really are amazing. Some of them are so big. I just wish that we would have baby rabbits because every other animal at the Miracle of Birth Center, they're either pregnant or they are children, but we don't have rabbits giving birth, so oh, okay. I might have to 
tell the staff about that. Yeah. See People if we can love get some. the bunnies. Yes, that's do. true. They yeah. do love the bunnies. Do you they- have those real giant? Rabbits? DNA yes. yes so do. the breed of rabbits that we had this year, they're called Flemish Giants, and yeah. they're one of the largest breeds in America. So what is They're the size of a small they toddler. Are. They're absolutely it's gigantic. True. They're the stuff of a nightmare. Like if someone <laughs> wanted to do a scary movie, yep. they could have the Flemish <laughs> the rabbits. Giant Flemish I saw rabbit. a picture on... I think I was on Instagram scrolling through, and I saw a picture of someone walking their Flemish giant, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever because it was literally the size of a small dog or a cat. It was oh so my funny. Gosh. Wow. I mean, they can't, how big can they get? How many pounds would it be? 25? Giant? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. About? I'm not the person to ask because oh, okay. I'm not that much Sorry. of a rabbit expert. Yeah, but I like it. Right. I just want right. you to be <laughs> the rabbit expert right now, Nick. Damn it. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for you know just coming up and just sharing with us. We appreciate it. Of course. And if y'all are looking for something to do until 3 o'clock, the Miracle of Birth Center will be open. And so will the Chapter House. And if you want to learn more about FFA, you can look at our website, minnesotaffa.org. Yes, dot okay. org. Okay. And we have... An Instagram page, a Facebook page. So if you're interested, look us up online, or you can head down to the chapter house and find out more. All right, thank you. So Let's he, give it Laura, up. Or you Nick. can tell yeah. he's going into marketing and yeah, communication. Yeah, so, <laughs> so good. Well he's like getting in all the things. <laughs> thank you, Nick. Thank so you, Nick. much. Well, thank you too. We okay. appreciate it. Listen, we're here until two o'clock today. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, myself and Donald Love. Back here at the Minnesota State Fair, it's our final segment of our broadcast for the 2019 Minnesota State Fair. We want to thank all the people that came out and visited us uh, this year at the fair at our our location. We got the canopy up, we got the bleachers, we have shade. It's uh, we are really moving on up in the world compared to how we started when we did our first couple of state fairs. There was, I think, your mic off, so I flipped a switch there. There you go. Oh, there we go. There you go. All right. I don't know who shut that Uh, off, Donnie. It wasn't me. Donnie trying to do it. Um, Okay, so when we were leaving the show on Friday, we got word that Rhoda Valerie Harper had passed away, Rhoda Morgan Stern. And all the morning shows were kind of doing, did like nice tributes to her. She was 80. She'd been diagnosed with brain cancer like three years ago. And uh, gosh, they were re-showing, you know, some from clips of like when she first... The first appearance that she makes on Mary Tyler Moore, but in her obituary that they had in the uh, Associated Press, she um, it seemed like a long shot. They were looking for Mary Tyler Moore to have, um, they wanted a Bronx-born Jewish girl who would be Mary Tyler Moore, Mary Richards' neighbor in Minneapolis, and it seemed like a long shot because she said, I'm not Jewish, I'm not from New York, I have a small shiksa nose, and she had no TV experience. But she clinched the role. She didn't even have to audition it when she blurted out to Mary Tyler Moore, oh, my gosh, look at you in white pants without a long jacket to cover your behind. And they were like, that's it. That's Rhoda. You're, you're hired. 
That said, yeah. she did not. This was in it from her 2013 mem, uh, memoir. I wrote it, and she signed for the part without even an audition. Uh, yeah, it's a great story. So, yeah, she was and so the good. show, I mean, and Rhoda was a big part of it. Was. was seeing the friendship of yeah. those two, and um, anyway, she's. I mean, I feel like she's a sidekick, like you know, Ethel. Was to Lucy yes, Rhoda. Yes, much so, yeah. So yeah. good. And then when she married Joe, when she had the spinoff Rhoda. Yeah, they moved back married, to New York, yep. Uh, that show got a 42. The show when she got um, just the premiere of Rhoda. Um, it premiered in September on a Monday night against Monday Night Football, and it got 42% of the audience even going up against football. Yeah. That's of course you know three stations and four if you can. Well, that was, that's true. You didn't have. You know cable there was that, that but um, yeah. she yeah. played Rhoda for a total of nine seasons, and that was another. That was a record-breaking episode. The one when she married Joe, mm -hmm. she had to flag down a cab in her wedding gown yeah, in New York City. It's kind of iconic, yeah. and uh, yeah. and uh, her mom and dad were in it, and her sister. Yes, they were. They were part of the cast. And she was yeah. originally a chorus dancer on Broadway as a teenager. Do you remember on the Mary Tyler Moore show what she did for a living? Was she interior designer or is that she, Phyllis? She was a window dresser. Oh. At a, some department store. In, Dayton's. It would have yeah. been Dayton's they didn't mention or it Young by name, Quinlan. You know, but that's what she did. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, that was a fun, fun, funny show. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we were kind of, I was kind of bummed to hear that, but. She was 80, and she lived longer than she thought she would when she was diagnosed. And she They told her three months. Yeah. And yeah. she made it three years. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, it's, you, you gotta... You gotta that's pretty amazing. Yeah, you really do. You know what show I checked out on Amazon? We've been talking about it with Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne. Oh, Carnival Row? Carnival Row. Is it weird? Good? It's weird. Uh, I would say give it at least three episodes before you decide. Oh, why can't these episodes yeah. just be good right away? Why yeah, do we no, have to always wait really three? It's really weird because they have all these... You know, they have the, the fairy characters with the wings, yeah. and there are characters that are half-horse. There are people with goat heads, yeah. and they're living there with, with the humans. On Sounds like a furry's dream come true yeah. to me. It's, uh, so it's, it's a murder mystery. Yeah. Is it happening. anything like that horrible Josh Hartnett show, that Victorian one with all the oh, freaks? Oh, uh, uh, Penny... Uh, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Oh, that yeah. was so bad, yeah. you guys. I liked Penny Dreadful. Yeah. I like those kinds of things. I wouldn't say don't watch it, but I'm saying you can't make a decision on one episode. You've got to give it... Right. Three episodes before you decide, is this too weird for me? Yeah. I'm going to move on to something else. All right. Gosh, yeah. is all the new fall TV happening this week, or is that next week? Uh, probably next we week. We need a week to recuperate, people. Yeah. We can't just, you know what I mean? I don't want to start watching a whole bunch of new shows. I still haven't watched Hammy's Tale. You haven't finished the fourth season yet? It's Two episodes, that's all I've well, watched. we got a long way to go. I know it. Yeah. That's and then that idea. damn Yellowstone, I watched that, and oh, the finale was so bad. Why was the finale bad? You, it's Kevin Costner. He's your guy. You know what? They took two weeks of worth of episodes and edited it into one, and I, that's what I think. I mean, it didn't make any sense. Oh. It didn't make any sense. So mm. that was kind of disappointing, because yeah. I kind of like my hot cowboy shows, you know, just for... Oh, hot cowboy shows with a little violence. Well, This Is Us is going to be back soon. Yeah. And uh, I gave you something. Uh, if uh, any of you will watch This Is Us and you DVR it. Yeah. Because I know you've been burned by this. Oh, yeah. It even says in the story the first episode goes past 9 o'clock. 
So make sure that if you're DVRing it, you give it extra time. Otherwise, it's going to cut off. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. It really is annoying. I know that's happened to you where you've... What happened to the show? Where's the rest of the show? Well, yeah. It went to 9-10. All right. So there you go. All right. Let's see. I'm going to have to pull up my random facts here because I'm running out of steam, people. I really don't have anything to say to you right now. Okay. Here's something. You probably will never hear her say that again. I know, really. It only happens. I have nothing to say. It only happens. Uh, (laughs) Ginny Morris asked me when she hired Julia and I, what if you two run out of things to say? And we're like, that will never happen. (laughs) Except if you do the Labor Day show at the (laughs) fair without your partner in crime. That's right. Okay, here is a random movie trivia that I couldn't believe when I learned this. All right. He was offered the lead role in the movie Die Hard. He was a... Very famous singer and actor in the 40s and 50s. He married a girl with a bull haircut who oh. later, who later um, had uh, children with Woody Allen. Anybody know who he's talking about? Do you know what I'm talking, talking about? about? He's a crooner. Frank Sinatra, Frank people, Sinatra. was offered the lead role. Was he in a little old for that? Die Hard instead of Bruce Willis. What the hell? They made the right call on that yeah, one. Yeah, he would have been... Way too old to be playing being oh, a diehard. Oh, boy. All right. So yeah. that. Okay. I never knew that. So you got me there. I know. I thought Not that was kind that. of a good one. All right. Yeah. This is from my sheet. I actually called it Amazing Facts for the Pair. <laughs> it's actually what it says. And I wrote it down. I started putting this together a couple weeks ago just for this very just moment. For you people. When I would have five minutes staring at me in the eye. <laughs> Sweat running down my back because I have absolutely nothing to say. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Okay, here is another one. I have to go to another okay. amazing fact All sheet. Right. I've got too many. Yes. Okay. This is like Julia doing random thoughts. I know it. This I did not know. I stumped the two Stephanies with that. Oh. This wow. fruit loops. Fruit loops are all the same flavor. There's no tangerine. There's no cherry. Every one of those little suckers tastes exactly the same. Yep. So, even though they're different colors. Right? That's right. Yeah. If you want to impress your New York friends, you can tell them that the Empire State Building is the only building in New York that has its own zip code. I did not know that. Yes. 10118. Its own zip code. code. Yeah. So if you don't, you know, I guess you could just send it to the Empire State Building and they would know because it has its own thing. Mm -hmm. My last fabulous, fabulous fact is that when you're grocery shopping for your apples... Did you know those things can be one year old? Yep. Wow. They can be a year old because of how they freeze them and uh-huh. store them. That's why, like, when the fresh apples and they got them in the bags or you can get them at a roadside stand, they're so good because oh. they're not a year old. I don't even know how they keep but that that's totally true. And Pez candy was invented to help smokers quit smoking. So you could just click. Yep. Take a Pez. Just to have something in your mouth. Take a pen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I remember collecting them as a kid. You got the different, you know, the different heads, different cartoon characters or different comic book people. Yeah, they had all sorts of things. Donnie, you're older than me. I don't remember, don't remember that those? one. No, okay. I really don't. Right. I, I mean, maybe, maybe they were around when I was around. I just didn't buy them. I, I, I don't know. I saved all my money for bubble gum. Oh, my gosh. I love Bazooka. Bazooka. Uh, when the other ones came out, the watermelon, the big... The Big Chew yeah, or yeah. whatever that one was. Oh, the Big Chew, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just went crazy. What is it called? Oh, yeah. 
Hubba bubba. Hubba bubba. Hubba bubble. Good and hubba hard. Bubble? You break yeah. your jaw, uh, yeah. hurt your teeth, yeah. everything else. I smuggled in a nice bag of caramel corn for Casey at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's like, I hope you didn't bring me any treats. I'm like, of course I didn't bring you any treats. The trailer started. He goes, please tell me you brought some tre- <laughs> treats. And I'm like, I have a whole thing, a sea salt caramel uh, popcorn nice. for you. Kind of good at yeah. noon. Yeah. We'd had a big breakfast, and then I was like, oh, let's have something sweet. Yeah. Perfect. I had like two bites. Yeah. He ate the whole bag. Was he able to eat it quietly? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, my gosh. We're done. A sweet moment. The end of the fair. Everybody who's come out and seen us, thank you. Thank you for listening to us on the radio. We'll be back in our studio. Yes, back where we belong. Thank you. That's a wrap for 2019 Minnesota State Fair. And scene.